toughest strongman in history, right here. A very warm welcome to the Giants Live podcast, and today we have a very special guest indeed. A man who was four times England's strongest man, a winner of the UKSC United Kingdom's strongest man title, which is a very important one indeed. Uh, and I, also a man who people don't really know much about for such a high level strongman, because you are also, he has a world's strongest man record, this man. Uh, his name is Paul Smith. And Paul, you went to the World Strongest Man in 2019 in the Philippines? 2018. 2018 was Philippines. Yeah. 19 was, yeah, on Brighton the beach. And Tell us a bit about your record. Do you know what it is? I can I can guess. Um, it was the most points ever executed. No, I wish it was. <laughs> it was um, the latest entrant, the least amount of prep time knowing that I was going to be the World's Strongest Man. How many weeks did you have? Weeks. Okay, days. Well, I knew I was a reserve two weeks out. How much? No, I'm, 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 I'm just being a prey. <laughs> you actually got given the nod. You were now a competitor. How many oh, it was, minutes or seconds was it before you it were meant to go? Definitely sub 20. Possibly 15, but it was definitely sub 20. I think, I think, I think we changed. You were the fourth heat. And I think so, there was, what was a group two. Did you go to the fifth? With the, were you the fifth heat out? Or did well, we group, or did we just roll with it? Group one it? was oh, what, was going as I got the call. So I don't know. I can't remember if you changed. I think you, in your foolishness and, and rather um, panicky, panicky yeah, I ecstasy, I, I think you just rolled with it and went straight in. I, I, went to pick up, I failed to pick up a sandbag as a warm-up. <laughs> Too excited. <laughs> and then ran out to Brian. No, I think they were, yeah. They were literally going out. I think it was, I think it was almost seconds. Yeah, it was not. You were standing around in a pair of flip-flops on a hot day in the Philippines and Lalas Vitautas pulled his calf muscle and he, and, he, and he was trying to muscle his way through it and hadn't told anybody because he's a, a stoic guy, isn't he, Lalas? Oh, yeah. Tough, real tough guy. And then suddenly he just walked over me with a face like death. I thought, jeez, what's wrong with Lalas, man? He's, he's, he's quite, always quite a fierce-looking dude anyway. But he's you know, I can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. My leg, and he's sort of beating his leg. <laughs> and I then turned to you, and you were the only, oh, you were the only reserve left. You had yes, no, there was, was no option. Brian Benzel got in uh, the night before, so he had a bit of time. The lucky son. Um, I just heard you shout, "Where's Paul Smith?" And I was like, "Where's in the, Paul Smith?" In the phone booth. Yeah, out you came. Well, mate, uh, how did it go? Well, not very well on the loads of medley. <laughs> My heart rate was quite elevated, shall we say, as I went out. Um, That's kind of the worst scenario when you're not actually warmed up, but your heart rate's gone sky yeah, high. Yeah. It's like the worst combination. So I just kind of died halfway through. Because um, your cardio is pretty good. Well, generally it's a good event, but I literally, my heart rate just went. I was like sweating standing in the, you know, in the walkout and then going. It just wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't ideal. The sports scientist wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have improved, really. Did you finish all the events? No, I failed the kettlebell toss, annoyingly. Um, well, you, you are the, what are you like, 6'3", 6'2"? Six, 6'2 six, two. Two and a half. <laughs> no, I'm joking, how tall are you? 5'10 and a half. Five, ten. Have you done I'm much throwing? 5'11". Not at the time, no. 
Yeah. Done a lot more since, but then at that point. Those kettlebells, was that the first? No, they weren't the first year we had the kettlebells, but they were brutal. Yeah, I did, well, I've done keg toss in a few comps, um, but the kettlebells, yeah, they just threw me a little bit. Yeah. I think they'd be, I think people will be used to them more now with the sandbags. Um, but yeah, before it was just kegs, so it just, yeah. I was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so you, you, yes, you, have, you are an experienced man at World's Strongest Man. Um, you're hoping to get back there again very soon. Uh, you are, of course, from Sheffield. That's right. Yeah, and Sheffield's the, the hometown of Britain's Strongest Man, for, for those who don't know. It's not, it doesn't have to be in Sheffield, but it has been or in Sheffield or Doncaster for quite a long time now, hasn't it? That's a long time. So my first one was 2017 in Doncaster, and then we were... We were telling everyone, and you tell everyone in the boardroom quietly that we were moving to Sheffield. And that's right. So we went to the either. big arena, but uh, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm counting Doncaster into Sheffield here, really. But it's oh, yeah. close enough for for those around the world who don't know it. Um, you kind of came in with a bit of a bang in 2017. I think it's fair to say. Uh, yeah. Well, it was. Where did you finish? I was a. I think there was me. And Tom Stoltman and... But what position were you in going into the Stones? I was in fourth. See, I got my yes. memory's right. My memory serves me well. You that. were in a position to get a podium place. Because I remember you turning up, and, and let's be brutally honest, someone like Marius Pujanovsky, you think of like uber jacked, don't you? Mr. Swole. And you were, I think, a student still at the time. Yeah. And I think we already had like down to three XL t-shirts. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you weren't you weren't exactly bulging out of it. You were just like, you know. And then the stones got you, didn't they? Yeah, I, I failed at one sixty and then failed it again and then and then finally loaded it. I think it was I think it was just nerves. But I, I think you proved that day you must have proved yourself that and even shocked yourself a little bit. There's some big names that day. Oh yeah. I was I found myself in fourth. It was one of those where I I hadn't done amazing any event. I just consistently kind of got my way through and I was in fourth. It was like, whoa, oh, I'm really up here. Mm. Um, I think I remember someone saying on the commentary, uh, being shocked um, that I was in fourth place. They just kind of snuck under the radar. Mm. But then the stones, the st is, it, is it the height thing? Is that what gets you? No, for that one, I think it was just nerves because I'd, I'd done that set of stones before and I just, I was a rush one, rushed, and then obviously you're panicking in that first big comp, rush it again, fail it again. And I finally got the one six stone on, but and just done myself there. Do you sort of, is it fair to say you've kind of made stones a bit of a strong point now? I would say they're a pretty strong event. I've just worked on them so much, um, especially with the high platforms. You just have yeah. to drill it and drill it and drill it. You know, some guys it comes naturally to, but for me, it's just been a lot of work. So thankfully, it's a pretty strong event for me now. Mm. And I think it's also fair to say you are one of the most athletic guys. I'm like, a strong man, yeah. but do you, you like to think so? Nice <laughs> Can you still do a backflip? I can do a standing backflip, uh, although it's been a little while. I was doing some gymnastics at the end of last year, actually, uh, in my off season. So that was good fun. We still, we still have like, you versus Bibby <laughs> in a floor, floor routine. <laughs> can you think you still do one? Not that I'm going to ask you. I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, I could do yeah. yeah. Yeah, I might as well just say, yeah. Yeah, easy. Yeah, can. Do you ever fail? Wait, say. Have you ever failed a backflip? Yes, um, before I did the the under-23 world champs, I was at a comp the week before showing off, tried to do one, slightly dislocated my shoulder, didn't tell anyone, and it was hurting all week, and then I had the log press to do. <laughs> Going from the world title, and thankfully it was okay, but yeah, I nearly um, wrote myself off six days before the competition. I'm careful with them now. Well, at the time of this recording, um, uh, and... Uh, 
I don't want to dwell too much on the fact that it is actually January 2023 by now, but, <laughs> but the fact that Britain's Strongest Man is coming up. And uh, that's why we're here together with a lot of other guys in the hotel. Um, it's great you came along for chat, but how are you feeling about uh, this competition? And, and, and in general, how are you doing in terms of your strength? I feel really good. Um, obviously, I'd, well, the best year I've ever had last year. Um, some really good comp results and pretty consistent too. And then coming in this year, felt good, prep's gone well. It was a, it was a funny one, kind of started off not quite hitting my numbers and it's a bit frustrating but two three four weeks that everything just started coming good and this last two or three weeks feel really strong I had a couple of girls on the kit up at giants live uh, hq uh and i'm just feeling really good feeling locked in and uh ready to compete what what did what did hitting your numbers mean what, what, are you what was your sort of natural if you were to, to slip into a powerlifting meet now what would you do a powerlifting meet yeah good question you got a good you got a big deadlift Oh, what would I do? Well, I've been doing a lot of pulling without straps. Uh, I would say, oh, our best squat's 340 in the sleeves. Our best bench is only 200, but I've, I don't really train sure. much. Yeah. And deadlift. So you've done, you've done a raw squat of 340? Yes. Uh, and deadlift, somewhere in the high threes. Um, I think without, you know, pulling well, if, and if you belted uh, and, and, you know, suited and booted and strapped up, what would you pull? Oh, we got 400 now. Above 400? Yeah. Um, really? But I haven't maxed. It's been a while, um, to be honest, since I've maxed my deadlift. And today it was before I started wearing a suit. So. You know, there was a time when 400 was, was pretty damn impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm alive. It's almost spoken about, like, don't worry, I'm over 400. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Because uh, I tripled 370 last year, and I thought, right, you know, 400 should be there now. And then I thought, that's not actually that good anymore. Like, that's, it's okay. But no one's writing home about a 400 kilo deadlift. Whereas when I started competing, 400 was very rare. Yeah. You know, you're talking the Bennies and Boltons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When I got into strongman, the world record was 407 and a half by a, by a Hungarian deadlifter. But people didn't really use... Was that Bad No, no, Ban the Bad Horse was, was oh, he's South, um, South African, African, yeah. His name was, oh God, I can't even remember his name. Sort of shaven haired, kind of looked like he, he'd come out of a... A nightmare snuff film or something. He was a terrifying looking dude. <laughs> like, oh, this is name again. You didn't want to get in a lift with him on your own. Uh, he was a mean looking guy. Was it Lars? Was he an IPF lifter? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, but I can't think of his name. We, we could geek out here for a while and figure it out, but I hope we'll, we'll blow past it. But um, <laughs> you, are you an Olympic lifter at all? Yes, I've done uh, quite a bit of weightlifting. Uh, done a couple of comps years ago, um, but it's something I got into to help my strongman really. Um, but I did really get into it. So I did a couple of comps, but it's it's always a part of my training. What did you What did you snatch and clean and jerk then? Um, so well, God, it's been a while. But um, I cleaned jerk one eighty. I said one twenty five, one eighty. My last comp that was I think twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. I've done a one thirty hang power snatch and a, I've done a two hundred split jerk now. And 200 push press as well. Um, but I haven't actually done a big cleaning jerk for a long time. So, so all, all, I mean, people could love to have big numbers. And your numbers are big. They're big. Let's not pretend. But compared to, let's say, I don't know, like a someone like an Eddie who had some freaky numbers. Oh, yeah. But what what would you say your, your main asset is then? How, let me, let me be harsh, right? Let me be somebody like a sort of armchair fan. He's too short. He doesn't have big enough numbers. How is he doing so well? I don't get it. 
I'd say for me, one, being pretty consistent across the board um, is a big strength. Moving well, anything yoke, farmers walks, anything like that comes pretty naturally to me. Um, good grips, uh, well, I would say extremely good in my grip. Um, very rare that I'm gonna lose out on a grip event. And then probably like any event that just is about digging in and determination. Again, it's- I guess, I guess we, you, you've had You've had a couple hundred million views, I think, um, on a video called Can You Take the Pain? Is that you? Or was he, were you another one? Mr. Mr. Smith beats Eddie Hall or something. Local yeah. lad beats, local yeah, lad yeah. beats, beats <laughs> Eddie the Beast. <laughs> yeah, so anything like that, it suits me because it's, it's rare that someone's going to want to win an event more than me, so that's always... Uh, uh, Ed normally likes to win an event, mind. He's pretty determined. Oh, yeah. Well, you did him, did you? Did, did, you, did, you, did you beat him in that event? Yeah. You did, you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you said bicep hurt. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had an excuse for any, didn't he? You think you could do his record if we, if we did that one? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I was three or four seconds off. That was a few years ago, so, yeah. He's done over a minute, hasn't he? I think it's 106. So you have done a minute? 102. So okay, you're probably the only other guy I think who's done over. Well, they thought everyone thought it was a world record because no one else had done over a minute. Um, Eddie had actually done more before, but yeah, yeah, it was quite rare. So what's your what, 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 you know, aspirations? Where, where, where does Paul Smith, what are you going to achieve in this strongman career? What do you think is, what do you think is possible? Well, to win all the big titles. Um, Britain's is obviously the big one. That's the next step for me. Um, getting up there and winning that, to, uh, get that title. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm at a point where if I perform well, I'll, I'll be right up there. It's not like a case of if everything goes right and if I have the perfect set of events, I feel like any general set of events, if I'm on form and have a good performance, I'll be right up fine for the title. Do you think, if, if, if and when you return to World's Strongest Man, do you think you'll get the, the you know, a bit of a sort of flashback scenario? <laughs> or, 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 or do you think through training, it will make life a lot easier? Oh yeah, I think now going into Worlds, even if I didn't have much notes, I think I'd be I just met a lot more experience now. So any kind of events that get thrown at me, probably okay. So what, will it be a hindrance, the past memory? I mean, was it a slightly traumatic, the whole thing? Oh, no. Because no. you, lo you looked a bit shocked, actually, after the first... I just remember you from the first... Don't remember the rest of it. I just remember the first event, you sort of turning white beforehand. And the whole thing was, was like watching you, sending a man to the, to the gallows. And sending you out there, I felt really sorry for you. It was funny because I'd think of Johan Els on one shoulder and Brian Shaw on the other shoulder. And it was like, right, this is, this is the deep end. If you don't, you know, people I'm know. Sure. People know who Brian Shaw is, of course. He's a giant, six eight, two hundred and ten kilos. But else was a big man as he's well. A big boy, yeah. Crazy stuff. He's a crazy dude, wasn't he, man? Oh yeah, yeah. But um, it was good because after that, you know, I've had some things where people have changed and people are complaining. I thought I'm, there's no more being thrown in to the wolves than that. So any situation that pops up is it's not really going to phase me. Um, so it's a good to have that experience as it's. So, so you, you're a, you're a biologist, is that right? Well, I've got a human biology degree from the esteemed Sheffield Hallam University. Sheffield Hallam, ha Sheffield man. Yes, born and raised. Didn't want to go into the um, iron ore business, or not everyone works in, in steel. <laughs> no, <not even. laughs> what percent of the population of Sheffield work in the steel factories? Now, I've I think pretty few. Um, my dad was a steel worker. Was he really? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, there we go. English Steel, because he's that old in Forge Masters, but yeah, I got made redundant in the early 80s, as did a lot of people. Um, yeah. It's just a shame, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 
Because it was, was it fair to say Sheffield led the way in steel worldwide? Well, it was. I, spent any, I think around World War Two and post-war, it was the biggest producer of steel in the world. I, I could be wrong, but I think stainless steel was actually invented in one of the... I think it was, yes. I think that's right. What does it say? We'll claim it. Sheffield can claim it. Yeah. Sheffield was the world's biggest manufacturer of scissors. So, yeah, scissors, yes, 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 yes. Drop that in, as in, like, just a piece of conversation. Because we've been cut between us, it's going to be great. I'm like, actually, did you know, Paul, that... Uh... It's got some good steel, that I'm impressed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, yeah. um, did you know that Sheffield was once the uh, largest producers of scissors? As a fact for you. It was, it was indeed. Yes. It's, uh, you've got some good uh, steel, stainless steel knowledge. <laughs> Thank fact. you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, my, my doorman worked for um, Morgan Crucible. Crucible being... Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he was, he was kind of into steel and whatnot. But um, he, he knew the riddle of steel. <laughs> Check it. That was a little Conan. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, right. So, obviously, your old man taught you the riddle of steel. Yes. And that's why you go into weightlifting? Yes. How long have you been doing it for? Were you a rugby player or anything like that before? Um, so I started, I guess, sporting career, I started off boxing. Um, that was my first sport that I did properly, like, competitively, other than, um, you know, messing about. What, what were you like? Did you do any ABA? I only had a couple of fights. Um, I was a bit heavy, um, so it's hard to get matched. So I had one, well, my head my record was so long because I had a skills bout that went well. But for anyone though that skills bouts, I'm not actually sure if they do them anymore, they don't have a result. So it's a bit of a low pressure thing, which is strange. So I did well at that and then lost another fight, but then didn't get a matchup for a while. And it was that age where you start going out with your friends and, you know, not wanting to train all the time. So I kind of fell out with boxing, started lifting from there and then did a few things, got quite into parkour, basketball. Parkour? Yes. That was a big one for a couple of years, which is why a lot of the gymnastics, gymnastics. stuff. So you, you jumping around over buildings or what? That's the one, yes. Uh, when it was quite a lot more niche. So yeah, spent a lot of time on roofs, messing came, It became too popular and you were out. <laughs> you were found strong man and more and more small. But I, uh, I played a season of rugby under 19, but it was at the time of getting strongman. So I had a season, enjoyed it, but I was getting into competing quite seriously and it was kind of a case of which one am I going to pursue and I, I, I wasn't big on team sports so I went down the strongman route to the fame and fortune. <laughs> of course, yeah. Strongman's a funny one, isn't it? Because there is actually some fame and fortune but it's only for a very select few at the very top. Oh, by the very top. Much less though at, at 20... Oh God, what was that? 2012? That would have been, so... 2012, you mean? When I, when it was rugby or strongman, so ah, it's less, uh, strongman's come a long way, you know. Oh, it's come on massively since I started. Do you, th do you think there's a lot more people competing in it now? I mean, like worldwide, so what do you think is? Oh yeah, I mean, there must be fa like if you just think about any level, talking about novice comes, you know, there must be thousands in the country. Which when I started, I mean, obviously you've been a lot longer than me, but I, I could tell you every strongman comp that happened in the country for the first couple of years. There wasn't really? that many of them. But now, when I started strongman, it, it was it was kind of a sort of you know, it was just like you know mid nineties kind of thing, and it was it was it certainly wasn't cool. That's for yeah. sure. 
the people, you know, even now still, you, you, you that annoys me. You go to like Ticketmaster and we're under bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, and, and, and I can remember, I can remember one, one big moment actually. This is quite, quite pivotal. I was going to the Arnold's, and I forget which Arnold's it was, but Strongman, I think it was the Arnold's Australia. Strongman was the single, they used to always have a poster of Arnold's, you know, big cheesy mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You picture it, right? And then all the sports in front of his face. And normally the fun's bodybuilding, and they get smaller and smaller as they're important, oh, yeah, it gets yeah. less and less. And there used to be like a little Strongman dude sweating away in the corner over here. Maybe over here there was like, I don't know, um, you know, power Pilates competition or something competitor, you know, whatever his 36 sports. And the year after Ed pulled that world record in the deadlift, suddenly okay. strongman was here. Yeah. It was a big moment there, actually. That was, was a big the, moment. The timing of everything was, uh, but sadly, yeah, yeah. We can't exactly claim all of the rise. Like uh, gym culture has changed. I think, you know? Yeah. I think, um, strength training itself. Cause I mean, when I got into it, it was all, you'd go and train back and buys and chests and that that yeah. was a default training whereas now it was body people bodybuilders were, were the kind of the a lot of the heroes yeah, oh, people, yeah. that's who people, people knew they, yeah they would you go buy a magazine you take it back you'd hide it from your mum so she didn't get worried about you or anything. Yeah. <laughs> i found a <laughs> study the study the biceps i found a signed photo of a bodybuilder pat warner that i got in a supplement shop when those were a thing um when oh, i was yeah. like 15 and it was at the i must have taken it from my old wait it must have been from my apartment and then from my mum's house. But I remember put it was like a. Was did like, did you call? Cool, but I thought I'll hide it away because it's here. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question: Did you ever do any photo shoots in your underpants by yourself? Full giving the full back. Not in the photo shoots. No, you know, no, like no. you set your phone up, the, kind of kind of press it with a oh, stick. No, no, actually, yeah, no. <laughs> men with you in my leaner days. This would be great. For for page three of Flex, when I'm when I'm world champion, okay. See, I it's a quote a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have split biceps like Ronnie Colbert or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if you go further back, like in the 60s, 70s, if you want you want a bit of a laugh, go back to like um, Pathé or Silver Tone. Any of these like old news kind of channels you get, yeah, black yeah. and white stuff, and you'll get like uh, and today. We went down to the gym and there was a lot of fellas hanging out. It was re like really like, what? What are you suggesting? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, not, I there's anything, not that there's anything wrong with what he's suggesting, might I also it, add. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but it, it's, it was just sort of seen as slightly like a bit of a pervert thing. If you were like some hardcore sweaty weightlifter. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I guess that was Charles Atlas kind of days, wasn't it? Well, Charles Atlas kind of made it okay to be a bit of a, a bit better. He yeah. kind of, you know. I guess it was pumping iron probably until then. It was still quite underground, wasn't it? Weird, mega underground, yeah. Mm. To be fair, Arnold, he, he did a lot, man. He made it look kind oh, of cool yeah. with his swagger and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there, there we are. Now, you are married. I am indeed. You are obviously Mr. Smith. You have a Mrs. Smith. And um, is, is it fair to say she's got, she's a more titled Successful strongman. She is, yes. She's got, <laughs> she's got a world title, a proper one. Mine's only a junior one, so she just jumped straight over me. And uh, Shannon. Shannon, yes. I watched you on ITV the other day, one of the big channels in Britain. <laughs> looking very cool, you two. Yeah, it was uh, good fun. That it was a bit weird, but it was uh, it was good fun. How, how was how was the way of carrying them in? Abs absolutely fine, of course. I did think it was going to be Holly Willoughby. Um, it wasn't Hollywood. It was Hollywood. It was a replacement, wasn't it? It was a replacement. Uh, it was a, a little bit heavier. Excuse me. Yeah, it was fine. 
So I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Do you know Stefan Solvi Pedersen? I do. Stefan's a big man, Stefan. And we were doing Giants Live Turkey 2011, and we went out there for an early- No, and they did the axle record, is that? Yeah, the, what, the exploding axle. Exploding axle. Yeah, that, was, that was like a party piece every time. <laughs> yeah, every single time. Oh, so that was. Do you know there was no crowd in the background? There was no crowd because it happened to be on the same day as the Istanbul Marathon, Brilliant. and no one could get in. Brilliant. What a nightmare. Talk, talk about bad planning. Promotion. Come on from them, haven't <laughs> Oh, big time, big time. What was my story? Stefan Solvi. We went, we went to a, a battle, like a whirlwind tour of news channels. And I, and I, I was, as we were going along, I taught them how to, to pop a, a can, just like squeeze a can and explode it. You know, oh, did, right, you know, the yeah. old, only your chest thing. And um, that, we did that at one. And, uh, and the second one, I showed, how you, I showed him how you could do it with just one hand. Do you know how to do that one? No, I don't know that one. Uh, maybe I'll save that for another time. <laughs> what you do is you pour it under hot water for ages. Ah. Uh, if you leave it there long enough, it'll explode. Just on its own. Isn't it? <laughs> so we gave him gloves and, and he kind of went on in front of the crowd and it literally just went, boof, went off in his hand. <laughs> and if everyone just cheered, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> but then he didn't explain that one. He was, he was cool as Steph, and he styled it out. He, he, he did a few lifts with the back of a sofa in that one, which was very silly. Yeah, I love some of the stuff. But then there was a third one we went to, and these, the presenter was like, hey, oh, you, you, know, you can't touch me, man. He was just like too, too styled out, like Mr. Thin Tie and kind of smoothie. And he went, hey, let's get a couple of ladies out of the audience. And Steph was like, yeah, no problem. Any two ladies, I shall lift them up and walk around. And then, and then Stefan looked into the audience, like through the lights, and there was just two quite sizable, more like grannies. He said it was like grabbing Blue Morge. It was just, it was like, oh. it was like they were at least 100 kilos a piece. Oh. <laughs> it was like the greatest first strength feat he ever did. <laughs> There's two ladies on that, on that. So he couldn't not. You couldn't. You can't say no, because they were, and they were. Ah! Giggling and like the worst wrigglers as well. You know? Yeah, and then, and then they never have any concord. Yeah, uh, uh, never say no. You've just got the answer is always yeah. That was like a world record. What he did that it was extraordinary. I, I saw I was panicking. He had a grip about here as well. He could barely get much round him. You know. But uh, anyway, that's so it's a silly side story, really. But you carried on. Since you very you, you started, must have been five six million people watching. Is that right? Fair ITV oh, right. first time. Uh, I mean, you get a fair few eyeballs. Yeah, that. it was something like that. I mean, everyone has seen it. I mean. I don't really watch daytime TV, so I didn't realise, but I was walking down the street, it's like, I saw you on this morning, I was like, oh, wow, this is a, this is a popular show. Very popular show. Yeah. And I thought you, you, you'll miss it particularly well. She is, she's in great shape, isn't she? Strong. Yes, she is. She's in much better shape than I am. <laughs> Do you coach her? Are you... No, no, I don't coach her. Um, we help each other out in the gym, but I don't coach her, coach her. Um, so she carried the fella on as well, didn't she? Well, yeah, it was Andy Peters. To be fair, he's in good shape. He's in very good shape. Yeah. Deadlift 210 kilos, apparently. Andy Peters can. Yeah. Which you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't expect. Sure, I, I don't wear my glasses. I didn't even realise that was Andy Pierce. It's quite Andy. If, you if you're watching in America, Andy Pierce is quite a famous guy from, famous, from, yeah. from kids TV quite a long time ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, in the nineties. He's he looked a lot chunkier. Yeah, yeah. Now about ninety kilos is in. Uh, wow, I see. But he was probably like sixty kilos. But he was on telly like thirty years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was just a tiny skinny kid, but yeah, oh, it was funny. cool to meet him. I didn't even recognise him. <laughs> so Mrs. Smith, world champion. Uh, is that, has that caused like a weird balance in the house? Is she, is she sort of, um... It's crushed my male ego. Um, yeah, I can imagine. It's funny when people ask me where I'm the strongest, I said not even my house. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. 
Not literally though. You can meet her in bus lifts. I am. I yeah. I'm, I'd like to think all lifts. Yes, but she she likes to be fair. We pound for pound, we're quite similar. So it's a good competition. Right? Yeah. So what do you think of that world's strongest nation with the women? I, I found I found that the most like from a scientific point of view, sort of pseudoscience. How, how extraordinary the women did in the, grip because the, upper body yeah. of of a woman is not is meant to be forty percent weaker on average. You know, physiological yeah, statistics. Hand size, because the thing with how we're getting a bit nerdy, the hands, it's not just muscular, it's neural, which generally men's nervous systems are a little bit more key. Key to in strength and actual bone structure, obviously. You think men having bigger hands, someone like Felix. Yeah. And they just absolutely smashed it. And it's weird because it's not like they were giant women with giant hands, like Gabby's a fairly average height. I, I, I should have gone and had a look at her hands afterwards. What, what, yeah. Did you have a look? Do you, do you know her hands? I don't think they're anything ridiculous. I think she was saying she didn't expect. Send me, you know, if you're watching this, Gabby, send me a photo of your hands. I'm <laughs> fascinated to see them. Are they, is there anything unique about them? It was, um, yeah, it was strange because all the stuff you hear is upper body strength. I mean, women's strength and training is much under research compared to men's, I'd say, mm. at that level, but. Yeah, it was just it was just bizarre. I mean, it's, it probably isn't. I, th I think there's also a fact that women's legs or leg power can be as about ninety percent. Yeah, they the oldest things that saying go lower body not far off, upper body big difference. Big difference. But I don't know. I mean, were they looking at track cyclists, for example, where they might you know something's more developed, something's less developed? How about, how about Mrs. Smith? Was she close? To, she close to your squat? Uh, pound for pound, just for fun. Pound for pound, her squat's about half. Her deadlift's a bit better. She's a two two twenty two deadlift or deadlift out. What, what body weight? Sixty three kilos. So that's not that good, is it? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Really, six six twelve eighteen. She's usually oh, well over triple body weight. Yeah. Well, wow, that's big. Yeah, and she's done it. Well, the the, the thing that's because I know obviously I know her so well now, but the thing that surprised me most, I was training for Britons a couple of years ago, and I had one twenty sandbag, and I was moving it all right. But it was one of those days where you're not really on the ball and she picked it up she was like i'm having it i'm like all right she picked it up and carried about 40 40 yards down the car park and i was like 120 kilo so double body double weight, body weight. Right. i was like oh my god how about she's 62 did you say 63 kilos 63 kilos like, so that was one of the things i was like oh my god what what was it's quite freaky isn't it yeah 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 if i'd i'd have to lift it so heavy at the moment i'd have to lift like a 260 kilo yeah, it's ridiculous <laughs> isn't it? it's not, yeah, i thought that i thought that it kill me has anyone ever lifted a 260 kilo? Can a man do to double body weight? I mean, I've never seen anyone. What's your weight? 130. 130? Well, I'm not going to do a two. So we're the same weight. Are you 130? Yeah, I was 132 not that long ago. You're heavier than I am. I've got a lot of like knobbly knee and, um, and belly, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> belly got me. If you ever see the old Lebo Gad. Yeah, just to, about. I'm like 12 weeks, 12 weeks out from Olympia shape, you know. Yeah, yeah, the same. <laughs> anyway, um, Paul, I think we'll have to let you go because I can hear noises outside the room, but it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank, Thank you very much, sir. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Ah. Cut. We've had our differences in the past. Is it bum bag or is it fanny pack? We're two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK, 
versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strongmen decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giants-live.com. By the way, it's us. We're right. It's Bumbag, of course.